Welcome to another episode of Random Ish with Sanja. How you doing? What's crackalacking? Hope all is well in your world. Rocking the curls today. Whoop, 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 whoop. Learning how to stretch these things out. Get the elongation happening. You know what I mean? Last year, I feel like I, I did a much better job than uh, getting the elongation to happen than this year. But this year, I am learning how to define the curls. So, you know. <laughs> you got to never stop learning and growing, baby. All right. I don't care how seasoned you are. There is always something for us to learn. Speaking of learning, we are talking black girl expression today. Get into the bag. That's right. Got some tips on how to make sure that you will get your self to the goal of being a millionaire if that's what you so choose to do. Uh, also talking about the nerd in me. I saw some things, y'all, and I got to share, got to share, got to share. And of course, the random question. All of that is coming up. Let's get into it. Okay. So the first thing I wanted to uh, chit chat about and something that I near and dear to my heart because I was always teased growing up. (sighs) Could you imagine me? Yeah, no. Anyway. Yeah. Big time. I was always teased and literally now still as an adult, actually, wait, hold up. I don't think I've heard this expression in the past two years. I don't think anybody has said it to me. However, as an adult, I was still encountering it. I'm sure some people somewhere still are. And I am talking about when black and brown people shame other black, black, (laughs) can't talk, other black and brown people into... You think that you white. Believe you me, I do not think that I am white. Okay, so uh, and I think that it has been a hurtful thing. And I used to always come back with. So because I talk a certain way and I enunciate my words and I'm into things like the science stuff that makes me what? Why is that? What? That doesn't even make sense. Like you are literally When you say things and believe things like that, which we know, I know there are still many people that think this way. You are literally putting down our entire culture. You are putting down every, all of our, it's just bad. And and you don't really realize that, um, that you're doing that. You're kind of saying that in order for one that, again, I just don't get it. So I'm happy that it does seem to be that. The world and and really it's it's us. <laughs> I don't I'm talking about us with us, not even we ain't talking about anybody else, but us with us. It's high time. And I'm super happy to see that as a culture, we are allowing more women and men to express themselves as they see fit and not saying, oh, you think that you're so I am. <laughs> Like, I cannot even explain to you how happy it makes me um, that that is. I haven't heard that in a while. And I have literally had white friends tell me I'm more black than you, which to that I want to say, would you like to trade places? Because, <laughs> mm, you know, but I I have not experienced uh, a huge amount of racism. I do get the quiet. I get more of the quiet um, they won't necessarily say it, 
but it's the assumption, especially like when I walk in certain places to DJ, um, it's the assumption that I'm going to instantly start playing some hardcore rap or something because I have brown skin, which is just like, I'm an actual DJ, which I, it took me many years to even call myself a DJ. I read the room. I know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and skin color does not determine like what kind of music you play at all, honey. Mm-mm-mm. I've had to explain that to so many people. You would be surprised at how many different people, different walks of life love some freaking hip hop. I mean, it ain't no surprise because hip hop is the stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to say congratulations to us because that is us accepting us. Yes, honey. Yes, golf clap, boo. Golf clap and the snaps, boo. You know what I'm saying? Because we are accepting us. and mm-mm. It just means that we are moving towards the next step of being unified in self-expression is up to self versus that you've got to be a certain way to express your culture. Whether And that's whether it's the black culture or um, the Native American culture or the Indian culture. I think that... Just because you don't stick with traditions does not mean that you don't love your culture. Okay, okay. Moving on. So we just saw that the feds have hiked up the rates. Well, I saw a lot of people are starting to kind of like go, oh my God. And people are happy that they locked in their rates at a certain period of time. Now, I am not going to sit up here and tell you that I'm a financial person. No. I am learning about money because we weren't taught about money and how to make money and things of that nature. So I'm learning uh, how to be smarter in the money game and anything that I come across that I think is useful, I'm trying to share that information. There's a couple of people on Instagram, don't work for this guy, didn't get paid for this guy, but Wall Street Trapper on Instagram is somebody that I should pay attention to because that bro, he um he's he's the truth as they say. He's definitely grown himself and his knowledge um, about how to create wealth and how Wall Street it looks like us now. That's right, Wall Street is looking like us now. It's a wonderful thing because it used to be that you had to have at least ten thousand dollars in the bank in order for you to be able to do any kind of investing right now. And with the apps that are out there, you like almost anybody can get in investing and you can kind of start seriously with $5. You don't even need hundreds of dollars to get yourself started. That is the cool thing about the technology, um, all of the different things that are happening, the elements and things that are converging together to make this an opportunity for those of us who will or are ready to take it to the next level instead of being led by the fear This is our time to act. So I came across an article, the uh, 10 Golden Rules of Millionaires. I thought that I would share that with you. Okay, so we see that there are 10 rules. Let me uh, break it down for you. Number one. This is, I think, something that we've all heard before, right? It doesn't make it easy, especially with what's going on in the world right now. (laughs) This is not exactly an easy thing to do. But 
you want to not spend more than what you are making. So if you know that you are making a certain amount of money every month, you want to try to get up underneath that bottom line. Now, I will say this as far as this rule is concerned for like entrepreneurs who are just starting out and who are not at that residual income yet or who don't have a a specific amount coming in every month. This is a little bit of a tricky rule because as an entrepreneur, you can make $4,000 one month, $1,000 the next month. You you know what I mean? And you still put in the same amount of work. So (laughs) um, that is, I'll say rule number one is going to be more for those who are on a fixed income if you if you're working a job and you know this is how much that you're making, you're making, you know, four thousand, ten thousand dollars a month, well then try to spend less than that. Pretty self-explanatory, right? Uh number two, you want to avoid debt. Now, these are the money rules, right? Money talks news is the one who came up with these. I did not. <laughs> okay. I am a multi I am a multimillionaire in the spirit, in the vortex, and in some things. We going to get let that cash flow. So <laughs> these rules did not come from me. They actually came from the uh, Money Talk News. Okie dokie. All right. Okay. Number two, because the avoiding debt, I've heard both sides of the table. I had the thought of avoid debt, didn't have credit cards, don't have that. When I went for my car loan, it was a problem. So I don't necessarily agree with this statement. You probably should incur some kind of debt and make your payments on time so that you can establish some type of credit history because apparently not having credit history, especially as a grown-ass woman, um, is not necessarily... They're like, wait, what? Where you been? Hmm, we ain't giving you shit. You know what I'm saying? Type... So you want to go get like a store card or something and uh, pay that off and make sure that you keep that going. All right. So I'm not going to agree with number two. You don't want to avoid debt at all costs, but you just want to have um, a little bit of debt just to show. Don't borrow. That part, I can understand what they're saying. But again, in this world, especially with what's going on, I'm not sure that that's going to be possible for you to just completely be debt-free at this time. Uh, Number three, this I do agree with. As far as those who participate with the stock market, you want to buy when everyone else is freaking out, right? Okay, and you want to sell when everybody's being super confident. Now, I am not going to lie to you. This is something I did not know when I first started with uh, my stocks. I definitely have some stocks that I bought and then I just hold on to. And then there was other things that I was like, Ugh! Roku for me. Okay. Roku is my, because <laughs> I had it when it was low. Right. And I think I needed to pay a bill or something. And the price was dropping like it, it, it was low and then it went a little higher And then I had to pay something. I think that's exactly what happened. It wasn't even that it dropped. I had to pay something. And I was like, oh, man, I like need $300 right now. Uh, Right. And I ended up cashing out my Roku and forgot to go and get it back. Now, the reason why I'm talking smack is because when I went to go buy it uh, originally, I think it was like $40, maybe even like 30 something when I first went to go get it. And then Roku jumped all the way up to almost Netflix prices. Um, And then I was like, oh, my God, ah, 
<laughs> I don't know, but long story short, my ass is losing money on Roku right now. Okay. <laughs> Whereas if I would have just left it alone, that's the other piece of advice. I'm a toss in there. If you are going to get started on the Robin Hood or on these smaller investment apps, make sure you're using money that you don't care about losing. So if you have a bill to pay, don't use your stock money to pay the bill. <laughs> I literally had to teach myself that lesson because um, I went through it a couple of times. I started investing, I think in 2017, like, honey, and I'm not doing a real investing. Let's like, let's, yeah, okay. Um, but I had made my returns and I was like, oh snap, I got all excited and sold some of my shares, not realizing that if you don't buy the shares back, it's it's almost, even though you made a profit, but it's almost not good if you cash out way too early. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what happened for me. I cashed out too early. Roku took off. And then by the the price that it became, I was like, I'm not buying, <laughs> I'm not buying a $252 stock. Or I think it went up to almost $300. So I had to wait. Roku fell. And now I'm like, I'm not going to let that happen again. And I got myself into some partial uh, stocks with Roku and Roku's been falling. So it's all good though, because this is part of the waves that we have to ride when we are learning about finances and learning about money. You do not, if you have stocks, freak out and sell all your stuff when you see the things going down. Don't do that. You will lose your position. I'm like, if I would have just kept those damn stocks <laughs> and sold when the price got pretty high. You know what I mean? Anyways, number four. I'm laughing because this one I also agree with, don't agree with, because truth be told is that people are materialistic. And if you're a business owner and you're wanting to go out there and drum up some business, people are 100%, I don't know why, looking at the way, well, I do know why. They're looking at your appearance, but they're making judgment on how well you're doing based on outside attributes. So I would like to tell you that, you know, the whole uh, looking rich and not being rich is not something that people have to be concerned with, but I literally <laughs> started going out on sales calls and... Just put it this way, I had to make an adjustment and do something I'd never done before just so that I could be confident and comfortable in going out and speaking to other business owners. So yeah, I don't know if I agree with this one. This says that you actually, so would you rather look rich or actually be rich? Um, yeah, I want both, honey. <laughs> just... Just to clarify, I want both. All right, number six. Live like you may transition tomorrow, but invest like you will live forever. I think that one's a really good one. I think that one's a good one. Um, number <laughs> seven. You must take some risks. Okay, again, this is another thing I was not really too big into. Um, taking like huge risks. I think I do take risks. And I just had to take another one. Again, it's something I've never really done before. But because I am investing in the business, I have to take a measured, calculated risk. And so far, it is paying off. 
And um, yeah, you just got to take some of those measured risks that are not crazy risky. Okay. Number eight, never make yourself well-being someone else's responsibility. Now, I have literally told myself since I was a child, I want to learn about money and I want to learn everything that I need to know about running a very successful entertainment company because I've always been like, you better remember my name. I'm going to be in lights. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I remember telling Punky Brewster Soleil Moon Fry when she came to our school. I was like, when I'm famous, I'm going to still shop at Kmart, you know. So <laughs> I've always had the attitude of if you know how to do something, right? Like you don't have to be perfect at it. But if you know how to do something, if when you're starting out, you learn all the different hats for your business, when you then grow and scale and have to hire someone, you will have a leg up on knowing what the job takes. You're going to know what it takes. You're going to know what type of person you need to have to um, fulfill that position because you know what it takes. So I definitely agree with this one. So you got to go do your taxes, right? I'm not saying you need to learn all the tax laws, but boo-boo you might want to at least do a practice session or something because I do feel like we can kind of get caught up in some like in the tax stuff because if you don't do your taxes and if you or if you're not at least, you know, there with the tax people who, you know, and having like a back and forth conversation, then if you just go to some accountant and you just hand everything over because this is what they're advising you not to do. Do not just hand over all of your stuff to somebody else and then expect them to do a great job and do justice for you. Instead, you should definitely know some things about your business that even if you are no longer doing it on the day-to-day, okay? Okay. (laughs) All right? This way you won't be having accountants, you sending them checks for your taxes and they over here keeping uh, keeping the checks in their drawer. Just saying. I didn't heard about that too many times. Like, what? That does not make any sense. How did, how, what? What do you mean? Didn't that happen to Steve Harvey? Anyways, number nine, the less you know may help you. So when you are building your wealth and you are investing in the stock market, do not watch every single stock market program because it'll drive yourself crazy. That is why I sold my Roku, right? Yeah. All of this smack talking about Roku, I never imagined it would go so high. So when I needed the bucks, I was like, I'll go and get it back. Yeah, so be informed, but don't inundate yourself with too much of the news because it might make you make a false move and you don't want that. Number 10, number 10 in our 10 golden rules of millionaires because we get into the bag, boo. Time isn't money. You know how they say time is money? Well, I kind of do like this one, actually. Money is time. Instead of having uh, the money that you've got, instead of investing it, you know, say a new outfit. Now, I, for those who are like in entertainment, have got to like, you know, keep up with the with yourself in order for it's a, it's a touchy subject, but if you have to like buy clothes and you have to kind of keep up with the fashions or whatever, whatnot, then that's an understandable that you are spending that money because you're still investing it in your business. But this is making reference to, if you see a new pair of shoes and you're like, Ooh, I want those $200. 
instead of you taking the $200 and buying the new pair of shoes, you could in fact invest that $200. And if you were to invest it in an account that's going to give you a compound interest of 12% a year, then over 30 years, that would turn into $6,000. Now, I will say this, as someone, when I was learning these things and I would be like, oh my God, $6,000 over 30 years, hell no. Like, (laughs) I'm trying to go buy them shoes. I could wear that now, (laughs) you know? But again, as we get more seasoned in life, we realize that that's not exactly what we should be doing. So since the world is going crazy about money right now, I felt like the most relevant thing that I could do and talk about for myself and you is how do we get to the bag? How do we secure the bag? And what are some of the rules to becoming a multimillionaire? Because I believe There's more multimillionaires now than there ever has been and has not been because more money is being trucked in. So, and I'm going to add rule number 11, always tap in to your intuition and uh, follow the energy, you know, and if it takes a little bit longer than you think it should, it does not mean it's not happening. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back with the nerd in me. Where do those stylish women you see down the street get their clothes? From boutiques, unique finds, and authenticity to your style. Create your style and be unique. LaUniqueBoutique.com Okay, let's see. What do I got to do today? I got to clean up the house. All right, number two. Let's see. Some laundry. Who wants to do laundry? And I got to cook something. It'd be nice if I eat today. And I got to go to the... uh, What? I'm so not doing laundry. I'm calling the clothesline. They've got free pickup and drop-off services. Be sure to check out the Facebook page, The Clothesline, for cleaning tips you can use at home. TheClothesLineLaundromat.com Okay, seriously, I felt like I just talked forever. But that's okay, though, because I'm used to it. (laughs) And I had a lot to say. Anyways, so I came across this article, y'all. The nerd in me. All right. All right, so remember the movie Benjamin Button? Okay. I (laughs) have been like, I'm trying to get me some Benjamin Button disease. You know what I'm saying? Did you guys know that this could possibly be a real thing? (laughs) Another thing that always piqued my curiosity about aging and our lifespan was the scripture about how man used to be like a thousand years and then how like it went from like a thousand to like 970 to like 700. Now we're all the way down to like a hundred, you know, and for some 86. (sighs) I think that we can live a lot longer than that, especially because science is showing that it's the little telomeres. Is that what it's called? The little plastic things on the end of the DNA strands that if they stay intact, then... The aging process is slowed down. Is that the genome? Okay, let me just tell you about the article that I came across. 
Okay, so it is a molecular biologist, Mr. David Sinclair, who has grown mice younger again. That's right. So basically, we've talked about the whole adult stem cells, excuse me, the adult skin cells and adult cells being turned into stem cells. And once they've been turned into stem cells and they can be turned into other cells in the body, um, one of the recent conversations that we had about this was the fact that the scientists were able to turn back the skin cells about 30 years and they don't want to necessarily come out with all of this information or try to you know use it yet because of the fear that the manipulation with the cells is causing uh, cancerous cells to develop however I'm down with the theory of this right because what they're saying and it's kind of like uh, Black Girl Magic, the lady who used the systems and the theories of the GPS and the satellites with the lasers in order to be able to fight the cancer cells. Instead of treating a person's entire body and making their hair fall out and having all of these other issues that you could laser in onto the specific cells themselves and 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 kill the, kill the cancer and the, the tumors, right? So it's almost kind of sort of I'm loving all of this out of the box thinking that is going on so basically what they're doing is they've taken these adult cells turned them into stem cells when it gets turned into a stem cell we talked about the manifesting thing here that when we get turned into the stem cells it's causing the cell to lose its identity when we're manifesting that's kind of what we want to do we want to let go of the past lose our identity and reclaim and align with who we say that we are So what's happening is, is that these cells, when they're going through this process, it is actually causing them to reverse in age and to act as their younger selves. I know. What? What this is indicating is that it is possible that aging, that aging itself could possibly be a disease. That's right. It could be that it's something that doesn't have to actually happen. I know this is like unbelievable. I think I've read and seen in different reports from different scientists, they talk about the little plastic ends that are on the DNA, uh, that if those don't get burned out or cracked, then the aging process is slower in some people than it is for others. And that the telltale signs is these telometers have the, uh, the, the, tip still is intact and isn't like burnt out and frayed so yeah (laughs) basically this is my little dream is is this telling me it is possible now i don't think we all want to necessarily live forever and it is saying that basically right now there are two mice sitting in a laboratory they were able to cause one to age faster than the other one why can't they reverse that i mean makes perfect sense to me you ask me i think that that's just like wow now the only thing that they did say is because the aging process it's not that you're not going to get older okay so i guess there is the getting older being here year after year and then aging is two different things actually like we always think that it's one and the same but i guess technically it's not 
I've been saying this too. I'm like, we can get older without getting old. Tom Cruise, I think, is a great example of that with his whole, uh, with the Top Gun movie, right? Like, you can get older, but you don't have to get old. And science is saying you don't have to get old. And now they are making the, uh, the far claim that aging itself, not getting older, but aging itself could be a disease that could be reversed. Now they are saying though, that because you will, if you, it's a reset for these cells. So if you go in and you get this process done and your cells are reset to their younger years before the diseases and things of that nature, it's not that they will stay that way forever. No, because you will, of course, continue to get older as each day passes, but you would just go back and get another reset. Sign me up. I'm with it. I just, <laughs> I think that's dope. All right. So before we run completely out of time, because my ass was just chatting about that money, the money, honey. Listen, because everybody, everywhere I go, everybody's talking about money. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, and and myself too, honey. I'm trying to figure that out my dang self. I enjoy my life. I love everything going on, but I definitely want to get to that six-figure mark. Hello. All right. Oh, shit. Ha! <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So the random question. Mm. All right. Can you see that? This one is pretty loaded. (laughs) Wow. All right. Is it really the man keeping us in bondage or is it us? Woo, girl. (laughs) Okay, this was a doozy that I asked. All right, so um, I think that it's a little bit of both. I think that... It's obvious that there have been systems put into place. There are people that are in power um, who it's almost like it is. Sometimes it's almost like they're watching to see if people get ahead. And then the second you start to get ahead, a whole bunch of crap just comes to try to like, you know, pull you back. And I know that. In my earlier years, I have felt that way. Now, there are many teachers and people who have passed through those time periods who will tell you that that is a little bit of a victim mentality. And I know that as far as like the laws are concerned, if you feel like a victim, then circumstances that match that frequency must happen to you where you are like, dude, see, I'm a total victim. You know what I mean? So I know that I've been there. Um, I've been a victim before and I definitely had a victim mentality before. And victim mentality is not that you blame everybody else, right? It's just that it's kind of like you notice that a lot of jacked up things happen to you and then you kind of like accept it and then put that as part of your personality. Like this happened and this happened and people just... And then you end up, it just becomes an expectation. I don't think that anybody knowingly, you know, says, oh, I'm a victim. You you, you know what I mean? I don't think that anybody knowingly says that. I think that it happens over time when you're not able to look at things in a different perspective. You kind of just look at, you know, what that person's doing, what that person's doing. 
And it seems like people are always doing stuff to you. So I think that it is true that there are snares and sand traps and (laughs) all kinds of shit littered around your way to kind of like make you give up. I do think that. But at the same time, I do think that after a while, I don't think it can be, I don't think it happens just right away. I think that after a while of fighting and going through the maze, I think that it's up to the individual to to develop a champion spirit. That's what fighting from faith is about. That's what the uh, religions are supposed to be about is, um, is that knowing that you've got something on your side and that you're fighting from victory no matter what is going on. Um, but like I said, I, I feel like the world is because, whew, man, because right now we could take this entire time period of what we're living through with the pandemic, with the finances, with everything that is going on. We can put ourselves in bondage and be like, what are they doing? And why aren't they taking care of us? Nah, you know, or you can say, well, this is my life. I'm going to take care of me and I'm going to do whatever it is that I need to do so that I can go and achieve my dreams and live the life that I truly want. Is it easy? No. Is it going to be littered with obstacles and all kinds of crazy and having to um, check yourself and make sure that you're around the right people and like, oh my God, I cannot. There is just so much as far as like um, the testing that is happening. Um, And I wrote a chapter in Manifest Beauty saying that we're not being tested. And I I don't think that God or source is testing us. I think it's more of a, we get ourselves into situations where we have to see. So did you, do you remember what you (laughs) Do you remember what you just learned or nah? Or or uh, I feel like I go through a lot of are you going to trust? Are you are you going to trust that you're hearing from me or are you going to keep trusting outside influences or what you think is the thing to do? 